Hello, yes, this is Dan Housen here. Dan Housen, this is uh, for Shooting the Breeze with Bash and James Housen. Yes, yeah, a podcast, a wrestling podcast of some sort, based in the UK. It's quite nice. Dan Housen's here to give you a very nice, valuable shout-out of some sort. And also, you, Dan Housen's wishing you the powers to knock out the Breeze Horse. That is War Horse in disguise, Dan Housen thinks. He's not quite sure. But he also is uh, shooting the Breeze with the Breeze Horse. So, you must defeat him. He's evil. Anyways, love that Dan Housen. Good luck. Hey, this is uh, episode 93 of uh, Shooting the Breeze uh, with Bash and our regular James. Thank you for having me back. WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, I can hear your uh, lacklustre um, <laughs> optimism about... Uh, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like Mania weekend. Like it doesn't, To me, it just doesn't feel... No, I think especially with it being over two nights as well there's so much wrestling that you've got to get in and you've got to watch yeah it's a it's going to be a long weekend though but uh, I guess we'll start off with the Oscars controversy the slap heard around the world as I call it uh, yeah Chris we Rock and uh, Chris well, Rock and Big Willie there's that one and there's when Linda slapped Stephanie in WWE they're yeah. on the same level. I think I think that one, this one is a didn't the real slap across the world because it was a bit vexed. Apparently, they asked him to leave and he said no, and they just thought, all right, and they just carried on. Yeah, I think like I think there's a like the precedent was like Chris Sockley said he didn't know, but it's like when I mean, it's publicly kind of spoke about and whatever. Like he's, yeah. he was laughing at the beginning, like like we all was laughing at, like it was a joke, and then his missy shot him this look as like, you know, you're, you're gonna do something about this because obviously she's got a condition where her hair falls out and whatever. Isn't it? Yeah. So I I don't buy it that he didn't know. To be to be honest. Yeah. Oh, because everything that happened at the Oscars, I know people got a script every now and again, but. It's all pre-read. It's all made sure that everything is fine. So I get a feeling that he must have known about it to some degree, or he must have he must have known that the joke was coming. And I just think that I think his wife has decided that she didn't want to like it, and it, then it all kicked off, I suppose. But he gave him a good I, whack, though. Yeah, he, he <laughs> took it well. To be fair, Chris Rock, like I know Chris Rock is like. I've read a few things where he said a few comments that people don't agree with and whatnot, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's a joke. Like, I know people, like, get offended by jokes, but there's a time and a place to kind of uh, have that conversation or... Yeah, I think it, like, sets a precedent as well of, like... I know comedy is, like, in comedy you get heckled, but, like, you don't want to get punched in the face. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, It's going to set that precedent now where, like... Like violence is all right against a comedian if they don't say something you don't like. Whereas, as in mm. like you know cancel culture and whatever, I suppose we've been on about cancel culture for a long time, but this was like a literal version of cancel culture. Yeah, it really was, and I suppose I did see a comment that made me laugh, and it, it probably shouldn't make me laugh as much as it did. But it was like, you won't let another man have your wife's name in your, his mouth, but you'll let her have another penis in hers. Yeah, I think so. everybody was like going on about that, but like. It's so true. I, I think she's... I'm not going to get into it too much, but I think she's just a toxic person. And I think he's such a broken person from everything that's gone on that 
I don't think he really knows how to react. But then there was that quote that Denzel Washington come out. He's saying that when you're at your highest, that's when you're demon the show. So Denzel was peacemaker. I was like, why? Yeah, I, 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 I sent a picture in the group chat of them two and Denzel as the referee and Jaden in a shot occasion. I was like, Vince, why ain't you booked it? Yeah, why ain't you on good. the phone? You want, celeb- right. you want a celebrity involved, my boy? If you got yeah, you this. You could ask for much more. No, if you got this on the card, if everybody's minds wouldn't be blown, man. I thought it was some angle at first, you know. Oh, I thought it was as well, because there's a picture knocking around where it looks like uh, Chris Rock's got like a cover on his cheek. Um, but I ain't buying it. I, I, I thought it was a, like an angle to set up some type of like, you know, boxing thing or, you know, how, yeah. like everybody's like, like making millions like Logan Paul and all that. Yeah. I thought it was a setup for that. I thought Chris Rock would be training with The Rock tomorrow or something, but then when I found out it was legit, I was like, flipping I did, I did also see something. So Chris Rock, his tour, his current tour, sold more tickets in the 24 yeah, hours after, after that slap than it did in the week of its release, which I find mental. So Because people want to hear him talk about the his side of it, isn't it? but yeah, that obviously friend. because like um, he... Uh, he kind of said on stage today something like he's still processing it or something along those lines which he probably would be you know what I mean he got slapped he didn't get slapped by just Will Smith he got slapped by Academy Award winning Will Smith yeah like literally that's that's a different level afterwards you know what I mean they could have not gave him the award sorry they could have not gave him the award but they still gave it to him which I found even more weird yeah you would have just took him off and given to the second highest votes but I wonder if he'll press charges once he processes everything that's gone on. I don't think so. I mean, the money he's making, bro. He's probably going to be happy. He's like, flipping, well, come slap me again. And do it on stage this time at a comedy gig. Get slapped for a couple million. It's all Neil. Bro, he's right. making, he was making triple the amount of profit on the tickets. I think it was like five, $411 when it was like $20 or something. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That is. I'm all for it. Slap me if you want. No, I'll make money on <laughs> You know what I mean? I like, I'll make I'll make any type of joke, man. Um, but <laughs> you know what I mean? If you slap me and then I'll go on tour and make that type of money, I'll be like, yes, hey. Yeah, well, means I'll tell him that his <laughs> wife's got a bald head to his face. <laughs> but it was just like the weirdest thing, man. It was just like, yeah. how? Twenty twenty two has just been weird, like from the beginning. Yeah, I find it weird that Matt Lucas was on. They got Matt Lucas in the next hour breakfast because he's got alopecia as well. And he was talking about it. I was like, I know he's made a comment, but what have you got involved for? No, what have you got to say about it? You're not even at the Oscars. Maybe the subculture. Maybe got offended by it or whatever. But like, you get you got bold, you got bold. It's it's a bit harrowing, though, to be fair. Obviously, I went through the whole COVID thing, and my hair loss was a major thing for me. Like my hair was coming out in clumps and stuff. So it's quite harrowing because it's part of the identity, really. At the end of the day, so. You can like you can understand both sides. I said both. Uh, for me, it feels like it's fifty fifty. Yeah, he's the said, said the joke, and she shouldn't. He should not reacted in the way he reacted. Yeah, he could have like kind of pulled on, pulled him over to the side afterwards, and be like, "Look, this is pretty offensive." Yeah, you know, like, like yeah. But to be fair to her, she does look good with a bald head. So, no, there's not many ladies can pull off the bald look. You. Yeah, not wrong. Feels a lot better than me with a bald head. I tell that much. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, on to um, Mania, not, uh, I mean the New Japan Cup semi and uh, 
semi-finals. Uh, it finally came home. Zack Sabre Jr. is uh, the New Japan Cup winner. I caught the uh, I caught the results, but I didn't see the match. Was it a good match? He had two matches. The one with Shingo was probably a match of the year candidate. Yeah. And the one with Naito was pretty good as well. Like the semi-final and the final two matches yeah. I had were excellent. I can't like. I think the the actual the Shingo match was just like like I like people are talking about match of the year candidates. That was like in the top echelon of a match of the year candidate. Yeah, so it's going to be one that comes because a lot of people throw out match of the year. It's going to be one that when it comes to the end of the year, it's still going to be a match that's knocking yeah. around. Yeah, that's going to be a match that's been knocking around. And his promo afterwards was absolutely insane. It's like because uh, obviously he normally beats people by submission and yeah, uh, but he beat Naito with a, a high type of Michinoku driver. Yeah, anyway, he calls it like he calls it the Zack driver. Um, he goes like he had a, like his promo was about having a hallucination of George Michael. <laughs> like George Michael's telling him like uh, you need to use your techers and use this move instead. And it was just like one like one of the most outstanding like like serious but like funny promos that I've, I've watched. Because yeah. he did it in such a straight manner. But really deep down you're laughing, you're like he's, he's like yeah. shouting out George Michael after winning a match and I was like, That's crazy. I'll have to check it out, man. I'm definitely gonna, I definitely wanna watch both the matches because I haven't yeah. had because I've been away and had a chance to catch up on them, but Yeah, I would well. catch the Shingo match to be fair and yeah. try and catch Zach's promo about George Michael. Which he uh, dedicates the win to, which is pretty fun. I'm definitely I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna watch it when I get a chance. Yeah, and uh, his title match is coming up next Saturday. So hopefully yeah, hopefully he becomes world champ. I really like he really does deserve it. I hope it's not like a repeat of two thousand eighteen where kinda of like he won the cup and kinda of like lost the big match. Yeah. You know, I hope he really kind of like the they don't need to put the belt on him for long. They can kind of put the belt on him for about one or two months and then before G1, you can lose it back to Agada and just like kind of have a short run with it. Yeah. Which is a sh- like, you know, is I think it's done outstanding work during the pandemic as well. Like, like the pandemic era, he was kind of MVP of it. So I think that's this is kind of his reward for kind of staying with the company, really, I guess, through the pandemic era. Just taking with it. No, I really, I really hope he does. Like he's always been. Like I, I caught matches with him from like the ground up because he always seems to be always a workhorse. And then when he moved to Japan, I kind of fell off a little bit. But every match I've ever seen of his has always been good. So I'm hoping. I agree with you that they're gonna they're gonna pull the trigger on him. Yeah, I think it's about time to pull the trigger on him. But like I said, the if you if there's one match I'm gonna circle from like the semi final final would be Zach versus Shingo because it was just. Outstanding pro wrestling from start to finish. Yeah, I'm all um, for it. I'm gonna check it out then. Man. Yeah, but um, we got a big weekend of the uh, the Fed coming up. The WWE they got three shows. They got two shows on Saturday and one show on Sunday. Uh, so they got a stand and deliver coming up, which is the first show outside of the. Uh, the Florida, I think it is, since yeah. COVID. So they announced a pre-show match of a Toxic Attraction and Raquel and Dakota Kai seem to be back together again. Yeah, I think, 
bit odd. I think, but... Yeah, I think they're going to break up again sooner rather than later. Do you think toxic attraction? Winning. Yeah, I, would, I think they've got to win surely because I, I can't see them taking all the belts off them. I can't see them losing because I don't think Mandy Rose is going to retain the title. Okay. In the final no, four. I think toxic attraction are fit, man. Yeah, no, I think they've been great. Like the, the way that they've come in as a faction, but then this is what NXT do. They create a faction. There hasn't been a good female faction that I can think of in ages, maybe ever. That have really been like knocking around the way that they've been doing it, and then they're going to bring themselves up. And I know they had like the Riot Squad, and what was the one that was called that opposed the Riot Squad? Like PCB and things like that. Right? Yeah, okay. um, so, no, no, I thought they like they don't like fuck up toxic attraction because I think they are a really solid foundation, and like it brought Mandy Rose kind of like really kind of back to prominence, I guess. Yeah, couldn't you could put Mandy Rose now into the world title picture on the main roster and she wouldn't look out of place at all no you want about how I did now this version of Mandy yeah. Rose is kind of like this is the best bit she's done yeah and especially with toxic attraction behind her as well she becomes credible the whole group become credible I hope they just don't like strip them of the titles and push them straight onto the Raw after Mania just for the sake of getting them like a, an NXT caller yeah, I think there's like I think they're doing they're not doing that kind of thing anymore, especially with two point oh. I think they're slowly kind of introducing yeah. people onto the main roster instead of like calling them straight up, which is I suppose is a smart way to do it, I guess. I obviously, we we'll go down like obviously with the main event. We're gonna circle that and kind of like talk about the situation there in a minute. So yeah, yeah. we got uh, a ladder match. Uh, which all like all NXT North American ladder matches have been awesome, so I don't see yeah. this one not being great. You got Carmela Hayes, Santos Escobar, Solo Sequoia, Grayson Waller, and Cameron Grimes. Good, I got you know. Mm. You can see Santos or Grimes or Sikoa or Waller. If this is like the pickums pickum, I think. Yeah, I think it's hard choice. Yeah, I mean, it's like put it on, on Sakoa and keep the the bloodline alive. Yeah, you know, I'll pick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Grayson Waller. I think he deserves. He's you good. Know, I think he deserves like that kind of like rub, you know. Yeah, that title and the move. Yeah, you can move Kamala Hayes to like their title main title picture. Yeah, and keep nudging him more. Yeah, or Santos, Santos. one or the other. It'd be one or Santos, I think, or Grimes. Yeah, there's a few decent ones. Cameron Grimes is always a good shout, but they're still going to keep him knocking around. Mm. Is he a good mid-carder? Maybe he's too... Maybe he's... Is he a... Mm, I don't know whether he's above it or not. No, nah, I'm going to stick with it. I think I'm going to stick with Cameron Grimes. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to think he's going to win. But like you said, NXT ladder matches are always great. They're always something that's going to... A show stealer. Yeah, I think that's the match you circle on this card, really. Yeah, that, 100%. Yeah, we got a champion versus D'Angelo, which I think D'Angelo is going to win this one. For some reason. I think it is, because I think it's time Champa moves onto the main roster. Yeah, it's about time, I think, even though his new music is fucking the worst music I've heard of all time. But oh, enough, enough of that, anyway. <laughs> WWE things are just the most terrible at the moment, but... 
there's no decent music but yeah they need to move him up because otherwise they're going to miss the opportunity like they did with Johnny Gargano yeah and Gargano was on Renee's podcast so I think he's AEW bound yeah yeah he's not a bad one he's not a bad shout for an appearance at the uh, at the show when we talk about it yeah maybe but like he doesn't have any history with that company so yeah it's going to be somebody who has history but I suppose yeah it might be but yeah, I think D'Angelo probably. I think Champa can take a loss without a problem now. Yeah. I think Champa yeah. at, at that level in NXT where he can take a loss and it's not never going to hit him because he can slot back into, if, if they're keeping him around, he can slot back into the main title picture without a problem. Yeah, he can just use one of these people that can come out of an open call out and no one will bat an eyelid. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, but D'Angelo needs that kind of build up over established person. Yeah, a couple of wins under his belt. Yeah, it probably makes sense. Now you said that, it probably does make sense if uh, if Tony Jandolo wins. But even if he gets that win, are they going to push him anywhere? Is it even worth pushing anywhere? He's good, but does like, he deserve you, it? You gotta have, like, you got to have Champa on the main roster now because he's getting old. Yeah. He hasn't got, like... I don't know how long he's got left. Don't get me wrong. I, I love Champa. Like, like, after his old neck injury and whatever, you don't really know what he's got left in the tank and he needs to... He needs to have a main roster run. Do you know what I mean? Just to, like, kind of, like... like You can have the NXT run, which has been awesome, but, like, everybody knows the main roster run is the Hall of Fame run. Yeah. So he needs to get that last kind of, like, you know, step up on it. Yeah, and then take it forward. Hopefully he does. He'll be one that I think a lot of people are expecting. Um, on the Royal Family, if they do make... Um, if they do make any sort of like surprise, I know mean, they haven't done them for a while, but surprise appearances, I think he'll be one that people will be looking out for. Yeah, you've got a fatal four way Mandy Rose, Corey Jade, Yoshua, and Kaylee Ray. Good competitors, but I can't see past Mandy Rose or Yoshua. And who's going to win it? You know what? I'm going to pick Kaylee Ray. I don't know why. It's just she a random a one. Yeah, she was a good champion in NXT UK. Just it's going to be on the just is just a random pick, I yeah. don't know because she's last or whatever. I can see her like going mental in the fatal four way because Eo's had a run. She don't need to win the title again. Like Mandy's kind of like had a decent run, but like it's between Cora Jade and Kaylee Ray, and I don't think Cora Jade's ready yet. But no, I do she, like her. I like did her you make a big deal out of in the uh, war games match in there? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, so. Could this be a crowning achievement? Like, you just don't. Twenty one. She's only a kid. She's not. She's not at all. They just signed Roxy as well. You know, the former Ring of Honor Women's Champion. They just signed her. So. Yeah. Yeah. So this one's going to be like quite a pick one again, but I don't know. I'm picking Kaylee Ray for some reason, even though I don't like her. I'm going to sneak you by, Shirai. Uh, you got a triple threat for the tag titles. We got Imperium um, versus the Creed Brothers versus MSK. You know what? I'm gonna stick with Imperium. Yeah. I think Imperium are gonna win. Not that I don't like MSK, but like I don't think the experiment really worked with MSK, and they're kind of more black and gold, to be honest. And kind of like I think that might have hurt them. Yeah. yeah. In the long run. Like, because they're coming just as a black and gold brand was kind of ending. 
Yeah, and they came in with such like high prowess as well. They had a great match with um Oh, what's the name of the team? I can see both the people in Who's the people though? Because I'll probably remember the team. Uh, the tall, bald one, and the other one from Liverpool, both from Liverpool. Oh, like uh, Orkin and uh, Birch, you mean? No, not them two, the other ones. They're both from Liverpool. Oh, what are they oh Zach Gibson and... Yeah, uh, Zach Gibson. Well, uh, Grizzle Young Veterans, you mean? Yeah, the Grizzle Young Veterans, they had great matches with them yeah. in the first. They got I mean. that other guy from Blackpool, and James Blake or something like that. Yeah. Drake or something like that. Yeah, James Drake. So I think they, I think they, they'll have a good match. But then they are pushing the dog. Yeah, no, I think I agree. I agree with you. I'm going to speak with you. Um, I think they're um, Imperium. I think Imperium are winning. Yeah, like um, I don't know what they're doing with Grizzly Young Vets. I kind of like. No, I haven't yeah. seen them for a while. I haven't seen them for a while. I don't know what's happened. Maybe Drake's injured or something like that. Uh, they, did, they did pair the Creed brothers with what's his name, didn't they, as well? Roger Strong. Yeah. We got um, LA Knight versus Walter, because that's who the fuck he is. Yeah, after after my tirade the other week about who, why he was on the poster and that. <laughs> and you were like, is he, is he, what's his name? I was like, mate, they called him Gunther. But in our hearts of hearts, he will always be Walter. You know, I just. You know what? I think. I think I, this is a pick'em as well. I think Walter. Yeah. I think Walter might probably win it. But he's gonna fuck him up, like. Yeah. He's gonna, he he's gonna fuck LA Knight up, like. But LA Knight can pull out a sneaky one. You just don't know. Yeah, I think whoever wins this is gonna be the next challenger for the NXT title. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can LA Knight take another big loss? Because he hasn't seemed to have won a match when he's came in. He's won bits and pieces, but... Yeah, you're right there, bro. I'm the same thing, but... Bro, he's Walter. You can take a loss against Walter, bro. Yeah, I can. Walter's Come on, got each other company. He's got to see a lot of potential in him. Like, he's going to be someone that's... They can bring him on to the main roster and have matches. He's dominant. I'd love to see Walter versus Brock. I think that'd be an unreal match. Bro, I think Walter versus Brock will be like... That's like Walter's coming out party. Not yeah. If you're talking about main roster WWE kind of like people that should work with Brock Lesnar, Walter's a bunch should be the one. Yeah, he's he's gotta be. It's just whether he does it or not. Dunno man, but we'll we'll always refer to him as Walter. Yeah, he'll always be Walter to me. But yeah, I think I think I think he's gonna like beat the fuck out of anything. But then, looking at it now, and I know it turns 40 next, like the end of this year. And they're leaving it too late to pull the trick on him if he loses. Don't know, bro, but like, this is like, you, what are you going to take? You're going to have Walter take a loss against LA Knight. Unless he does it sneakily in the sneaky way. If he does it in the heel way, then yeah. Yeah, try and get a program out of it, which ultimately Walter wins. But at least makes LA Knight look strong. I suppose you can look strong in defeat against Walter, like you said a minute ago, can't you? Yeah, of course. Yeah, look at what happened with uh, Pete, don't. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a pick him. I think it's flip a coin on the night. Yeah, circling uh, the main event is Braun versus Ziggler, which is it was interesting. They gave the belt to Ziggler. Like, like I'm happy he got another world championship because he doesn't deserve it. 
but it's kind of like feels like kind of like a placeholder or is this like the time where they pull the trigger on Bron and kind of like have him lose and then kind of bring him up to the main roster they're talking yeah. about like people who are going to be out probably on the main roster and like flash tracking straight to the front yeah I suppose they're going to try and get a programmatic because Ziegler's so experienced where Bron Breaker can just kind of learn off him a little bit Bron Breaker never really he never took the pinfall did he when he lost the title so no. he's still got that undefeated kind of mentality in terms of like he's he's always never lost a title so but then why would they give Ziegler the title for a month and they're trying to see how Bron reacts to chasing the title and how the fans react to him whether he's Getting that person, but then if Bron does lose and he goes to the main roster, who then are they going to put against Ziggler? Yeah, they could get a great thing out of him in Champion. If they put him against Walter, he, he surely has to lose to Walter. If they put him against LA Knight, it probably becomes too late for them to not pull the trigger on LA Knight. So, who then becomes the next credible world champion? Although Ziggler versus Carmelo Hayes, if he loses, would be a, an unreal match. Yeah, but you need to remember they're putting the Steiner brothers in it. In the Hall of Fame, so yeah, the point his brothers into the Hall. That he's one of his uh, his dad in the Hall of Fame, so so you know, you know what I'm picking Ziggler because I think Bronze going main. Yeah, no, I'm gonna stick. Oh, I think that as well. I think Bronze are shooting for. I think he's a great shout for to win the Royal Rumble end of the year. Yeah, yeah. Bring him up, yeah. He's gonna be if they bring him up and they bring him up properly, he'd be a shooting to win the Rumble. Yeah, 100%. I think Bailey wins it next year as well. Yeah, that's if she comes back on Monday, isn't it? I suppose we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, uh, yeah, so on to uh, WrestleMania Night 1. Two got, nights, uh, yeah, it's two nights. The card seemed quite short, to be fair. Compared yeah, to like other Mania-type things, it seemed a little bit shorter than... What, 14 matches play? over two nights. Yeah, which is... Uh, bit odd but yeah cool uh, we got Bianca versus Becky <sighs> you know Bianca. what I'm going to pick Bianca I'm going to pick Becky I'm going to pick I'm going to pick the Becky's never really lost that mania though isn't it? yeah she hasn't she's got Bianca, la- Bianca won last year isn't it yeah, yeah she did, but then she she got squashed, didn't she, in that match against in SummerSlam? So I think ever since then it just feels like they've been desperate to get Bianca Belair the win back. Yeah, so I, I think this is what they're gonna do. I think I would I wouldn't be surprised if this is a squash match. Probably if Belair yeah. wins straight away, like yeah, just to kind of just for the um just to balance it out. I really do think it's gonna be a squash. You know, I'm picking Bianca, even though like I think Becky's work's been. Yeah, I'm sticking, sticking with Bianca as well. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna put put you down now, so I remember. Uh, putting Bianca. Yeah, you got uh, Rain Dom's winning this one, isn't it? You got Rain Dom versus Miz and Logan. Yeah. I think Logan. Gonna... I think Logan might put on a decent show. You know. Yeah, decent. I'm going with Miz and Logan Paul. Oh yeah. Yeah, got a feeling purely on the basis that he's him and his brother are like the highest ticket in town at the moment. They're one of the, like the two most well-known people of the last year, just from like his brother's boxing and the way that he is. 
I think they're just going to try and capitalise on it. Missy's going to pull a move out on. I think it, something will happen. Yeah, I think he'll do it to Dom. I think Logan will pin Dominic. Maybe after lose the match and maybe yeah. Uh, cool. I'm just typing this as we go along like so I remember who's picked who. So just for the listeners we got um uh, a pool of uh, a little bit of a jackpot so whoever gets the most right against the jackpot. So uh, yeah, so I, we got Drew and Corbin. My head's saying Drew, but I don't know, man. Like Corbin hasn't lost a singles match so far this year, has he? No, he hasn't. So I'm gonna pick Drew, even though my head's saying Corbin for some reason. Yeah, I'm going with Drew as well. I think Drew's these. They're not gonna have built this up all this time for Corbin to get the win, like the final win. They have the back and forwards, but I can't see them making Drew take a loss at WrestleMania against Corbin just for a, I wouldn't say comedy value because Corbin is a lot better than they're giving credit for, but that's kind of what he's become. He's become that second thought. And I mm. think that's where they're going with it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna back, I'm gonna back Drew. And we got uh, Nak and Boogs versus the Usos. I'm picking Nak and Boogs. You know, I think this is a coming out party for Boogs. You know, uh, my head says pick Nakamura and Boogs because I want them to win but they've built the Usos up so so strong I just can't see it I can't cool. I've just got a feeling like it gets onto like picks later on but I just, I've just, i got a feeling that at the end the whole of Wrestlemania is going to end them coming out with the title belt yeah it's going to end with the the bloodline on the at the top of the thing I think that's the money shot for the whole of Wrestlemania I don't think it is with Lesnar like so I'm going to yeah, well, go with the Usos last year's was the stack. Yeah. yeah. Last year's money shot with the stack in it of Edge and Brian, and then this year, are you thinking of like all of them coming out at the end with the title belts? Yeah, in the middle of the ring. Yeah, I'm going with the Usos. Cool. Uh, New Day versus Bridget and Sheamus with Pete Dunne because he's Pete Dunne. <laughs> with Butch. Butch, Butch, Butch is Butch. New Day. New Day, man. Especially with Xavier coming back, you know. I'm gonna go with the New Day. It's Mania, New Day's Mania, Mania place, man. I'm not having that they're gonna have Xavier Woods, King of the Ring, and he loses at WrestleMania to Sheamus and Ridge Island. Yeah, I think Ridge is just taking the pin. Yeah, I've got a feeling that Ridge Holland is gonna come out of that trifecta, and I think that's where Pete Dunne will become. It'll become Sheamus and Pete Dunne, and then Ridge Holland. Although in my wildest dreams, I'd love it if. Pete Young cost him the win and he was just there to get on the main roster and then he just had a main roster singles one because whilst he's called Butch I've got absolutely no time for it here's one that would be perfect in AEW I hate to say it yeah man if, if flipping like flipping, if this doesn't go well and he gets released if he can get into AEW somehow bro Pete the Pete done the matches he can have yeah he would be mad but yeah on to uh, Flair and Ronda I'm picking Flair for some reason because she's never lost a singles match at Mania and she's always beat people you thought she wasn't going to beat because you know she beat Oscar when she was on an undefeated streak Mm. 
Obviously, she lost that triple threat match, but that was a triple threat match. And, like, is Ronda going to be able to do the media the next day in the morning while she's got a kid? Yeah. And that's the thing. I'm, like, that's the thing for me, like, because everybody knows the media scrum the next day is the most important thing. And I think Fisher was saying they could kind of drag this out. Yeah, for a long a period, period of time. Yeah. I just think the I think the way they brought it back, I just can't I can't see past it. All I think that when it comes to people like Ronda, when it comes to people like Brock, I think all Vince sees is money signs. I don't think he'll care for anything other than the fact that if she gets a title at the end of the night, that's where the money's made over Charlotte Flair. I think he's going to go with money to value. That's why I'm going to pick Ronda. Okay. I agree with everything you said. I think that Charlotte should win because it'll. I think it'll just be, it'll be a bit more of a shock. I think that she should have someone should have it. If it's they've had male streaks, God knows how many times. I think let let them have a female streak of some description in singles matches and no losses, um, and let someone like a like a female athlete make WrestleMania her own, as in like Mrs. WrestleMania, like Shawn Michaels or Mr. WrestleMania. But I think that I think Vince is just seeing pound signs with Ronda, and I think that's who's going to win. Cool. Well, we're on to night two anyway, so uh, we've got a four, the four-way women's match. Uh, I think, I think Sasha and Naomi might win this one. They've got a good chance. But, then, really but you've got like, Rhea and Liv as well, and you kind of like really built them up, haven't they? But just got, they do this all the time. They, they always build up the people that don't win. Sasha and Naomi. Makes sense. Is that as a tag team and the tag team titles beneath them both at the moment? Because how good they are. I'm getting rid of Natalia and Shayna Baszler. I can get wrecked. Yeah. And Zelina and Carmella, they're not retaining the title. No, they're not retaining the titles because they had the little fucking breakup and makeup shit going on. So I think this is when Carmella and Clean Zelina break up like properly. It's between Rhea and Liv and Tasha and Naomi. I'm going to go Liv. I'm going to go Rhea and Liv, I think. They should have given. They should have given Liv the title at Royal Rumble. I think. I'm gonna pick Double Sasha Naomi. and before Royal Rumble. Cool. I'm pick Sasha and Naomi. You picking Liv and Thingy? Yeah. Cool. Uh, we got Sammy and Knoxville. It's gotta be. It's gotta be Sammy and it. Come on, you can't fucking let him lose to Knoxville. I'm gonna go Knoxville. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why do you think he pulls out the cattle prod or some shit? It's just, it's a fact that it's stipulation specifically, anything goes. He always says it's a conspiracy. I think someone returns during this match. Who though? I don't know who, but I think someone's costing Sami Zayn the match. You know, I'm picking Sami just because he's a fellow Muslim and I love Sami. And I hope he wins the match. And plus, Ramadan's just starting. Yeah, he's got to win a match eventually, surely. He's got to win a match at Mania. you got to give him that at least once. Come on. And like, how 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 long is Knoxville going to be around for? Yeah, just to get him his one win. I just I think the fact that they took the title off him makes me think that it's it going to be something daft like Braun Strowman because they always just have a thing where Sami Zayn was scared of Braun. Wherever the dark, it's going to be something daft like that. Like he's going to appear or someone's going to appear in the crowd or some sort of distraction. Because he's always about conspiracy theories. That something's going to happen where he loses to Knoxville. Okay. So you're saying Knoxville? Yeah, I'm going Knoxville. Okay. This is 
for me, the next match is going to be the stealer of the show. And the it's the most underrated match on the card right now. But I think it's going to be the one that everyone's going to talk about when they're coming out of Mania of Night 2. Pat versus Cleary. You know what? I'm going Pat for some weird reason. I don't know why. I'm also going to go with... Do I want to go with Pat McAfee? I know that they're building theory up and all that and whatever. Like, obviously, he took the loss on Raw to Finn because of Pat. And you're like, did they give him the win back at Mania? But you know what Vince is like with, like, people who are starting off. He's going to check what he's like at Mania and, like, give him the loss, but then build him, like, all the way through. I don't... I just... Because he's so much of Vince's board. Yeah, I've got a feeling that I know we keep talking about involvement and stuff like that, but I've got a feeling that Vince is going to be involved in this match somehow. So you think he's going to come out and put these like next level stipulations or some shit? Yeah, or his his music's going to hit or something, and then that's what leads to theory winning. I'm going to go with theory. Okay, cool. We've got the triple threat tag match. I'm saying street profits, and this is where RK bro breaks up. Yeah, Street Profits is a good win. Alpha Academy, I don't buy them. I really don't. I just. I, I think it's the Street Profits time, man. You gotta give him the belt, man. Back. Yeah. It's been that long. They've been chasing it for that long, and that WrestleMania, and you know Dallas is kind of like a black orientated city, so. Yeah. Texas is more black than white, really. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm just. I'm looking at it now, and I've got a total change in every match by one at the moment. But I am yeah. going to go with Street Profits as well, I think. Street Profits, man. Just give him the damn belts, man. Montez Ford is just next level, man. Yeah, he is. He next really level is. entertaining. He's next level, like, athlete. That frog splash is one of the best frog splashes in wrestling bar none, man. Yeah, he's mild. All the charisma in the world, like... And especially for Mania, like, you need that kind of... People who give that charisma and that. Yeah. I'm also going to go on a whim and say Street Profits are going to have the best entrance of Wrestlemania both oh, night yeah, one yeah. yeah you're right there yeah probably yeah. and the gear is going to be lit yeah it will be yeah uh, this one is the most confusing one for me Edge and AJ like I don't like Edge's heel turn I don't like what they're doing with him uh, I think we discussed this before. You, you didn't need to turn somebody heel and face just for the sake of it. Yeah. You could have like two people who are like, you know, top of the game, well respected, kind of like, not a friendly competition, but kind of like, you didn't need to build it into this like kind of hate angle. Yeah, it's just simple. And they're so experienced. You'd probably be better off putting them in matches against other people. Because they yeah, don't need I know, to. I know it's a dream match. I'm um, pick AJ because he deserves that WrestleMania moment. It doesn't feel like he's had that mania moment. I know he beat Orton and things like that, but he hasn't had that like you know caliber championship. Yeah, I know he beat Nakamura and whatever, but he hasn't had that you know big ass mania moment. Yeah, the Ed, than Edge can take the loss because he's probably gonna like go away for a while again. No, Edge. Yeah, call it that. The less said about the AJ Styles Nakamura match, just the better. <laughs> I'm like WWE ruined it, but it just seems like a pointless thing. Like he could have had 
Styles versus Omas. You could have had Edge versus Seth Rollins, and you would have had two better matches that have got more storyline behind them. Yeah. I know that it's going to be it is, a, it is a dream match, but the build up has made it just like any other match. Like you, considering how big the talent is, like Edge, one of the greatest ever. AJ Styles, one of the current greatest, and will go down as one of the greatest ever as well. But he's one of the top. I put AJ Styles in terms of ring ring performance. He's got to be shooting for top five, top ten wrestlers in the world. It just right, seems right like now, just, yeah, yeah, probably is, yeah. Like they could have done so, so much more with the build-up. They could have done so much more with the storyline. They could have just had a storyline and it was just a match out of respect, no animosity, and it would have had the exact same impact as yeah. the, the, the built-in there. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It, was like, it just felt... It feels like Edge is like just really out of place. Yeah, and like they're, they're putting him in there for the sake of putting him in. Yeah, and I know Edge has been a better heel at WrestleMania, but there hasn't been that build for that. Kind of like, you had him at... January fucking celebrating with his missus and like cheering the crowd on and now you just turn him heel for the sake of it yeah it just feels just really odd so who are you um, picking you can take a loss more for me I just take going to take the loss more because yeah uh, I'm going to go because uh, Edge is like Edge is in and out he's not full time I'm going to go AJ because I think AJ wins and then they'll get more of a storyline out of Edge chasing that win back. So I'm going to go AJ as well. Cool. We've got uh, Bobby versus Olmos which is a another weird one. one. Yeah. Like, I think Olmos is going to win this one. Olmos has just been on the table. They're just building him up like some crazy ass you know big yeah. giant. So I think I think he's going to give it I think like Oh, Bob, almost is going to give a lot to Bobby though. Yeah. Bobby's like the ring veteran. And so they need like him to kind of like learn from Bobby, I guess. Yeah. I've got two, like, I've got two completely different scenarios in my head. One, that it ends in a no contest. Like they get put through the stage or something or yeah, they get yeah, yeah, yeah. put on the stage. Or... MVP dropping Bobby Lashley and moving to Omos and taking Omos forward. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a like, good shout. That is. I didn't think of it. That's what, yeah. So I think I'm gonna go Omos. I've got a feeling that MVP is gonna change for Bobby Lashley because I think Omos is desperate for a mouthpiece. A mouthpiece. So I think this is the perfect opportunity to make that switch. So I'm gonna go with Omos as well. Bro, that is a that is like sensible, clear booking. I think. To get me on the booking team do a better job than off <laughs> knocking around at the moment bro but almost it does need a mouthpiece though yeah desperate for one and yeah. MVP is a perfect fit and yeah MVP moment. with almost as well as money and I think he's done enough to build Bobby Lashley up to the point where Bobby Lashley doesn't need one anymore no bro almost is money man I don't care what anybody says man that guy's going to be money he's yeah. just, just missing that piece like you said yeah, he is. He's in ring talents getting better and better. He's got the build. He's that giant that WWE have been desperate to have for God knows how long. Ten years. Yeah, it's, since the big show. Has it with flipping uh, Strowman and kind of fuck that up? So can't really Never fuck all of them. Something I have just noticed when we've been talking these before we get onto the main event. Yeah. There's no IC title match or US title match. IC titles on SmackDown. Oh, they're doing that again. Yeah, and the battle rolls on SmackDown as well. The IC title is the weirdest match you can think of. Guess why it could be? Have a guess. Don't look it up, just have a guess. Uh, 
Uh, and then look at the champions at the moment. Is he Ricochet still? Or is he the US title? Ricochet is still champion, but think about who. What type of match? Is it a one on one match? No. I'll give you a clue. It's a triple threat match. But the weirdest people are in the triple threat match. I'll give you another clue. It's a tag team. So it's him versus a tag team? In a triple threat match, yeah. I'll give you the last clue I'll give you is they're both Mexican Not the, I can only think of the Colognes no no come on man the other two Umberto and uh, Angel yeah actually yeah I'm glad you told me that because there was nothing in my life <laughs> that was ever thinking it was them there I know yeah I was thinking the fucking same thing when I looked at it I was like <laughs> what the fuck has happened here why can't they just, why just give them a match put them on the pre-show and they, they put Damien Priest in the battle role they could have gave Finn and Damien Priest the US title match unless, yeah, they, they, unless they're going to last minute book it Jesus they could have literally they could have put they could have put the US title on as the pre-match on night 2 they could yeah. have put the Odyssey title pre-match or pre-show match on night 1 just do something well, I think she wanted trying to make people watch. Yeah, you even got Finn on the co- in Mania card. And he's been one of their best signings in probably the last 10 years. He's not even on the Mania card, though. That's horrendous, though. And I can't believe that OC title match. That's the kind of thing that I you get on WWE 2K22. You know, when you just get, <laughs> like, they just start booking matches and you get yeah, random yeah. people in it all of a sudden. Yeah. That's literally what it is. Oh, that's yeah. horrendous, though. <laughs> That's really bad, you know. I'm like, yeah, I'm not I'm surprised. That. Surprised Finn's still there, bro. After the shit he just took now. You know what I mean? That is so bad. But I think he's just getting the money and just going to do one, man. Yeah, take his payday and go. Yeah, I think That's he's going to take his payday and go because so he can't go back to NXT because obviously he's done everything that he could in NXT and Triple H is not there anymore. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention Triple H's retirement before we get to the main event. Uh, yeah, it's a shame. Pretty shit to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, you always hope that he had like he had one more match. And there's so many people that he could have had. I always thought he was going to have a retirement match against Seth Rollins. I really thought yeah. that was his his farewell match. But unfortunately, health comes first. I do wish him the best all the way forward. Yeah, I'm glad that he's able to be in the business of some capacity. It's a shame we won't be able to wrestle again. To put a defibrillator in, this would be hot, man. Mad. So. He can't. He can't do anything dangerous, man. Yeah, that's a, I suppose that's the wear and tear on your body. He was always, he was always big in terms of muscular. Yeah. He went. For, he recovered from injuries so quick. He was always on the show. I think he made his what debut ninety three in WCW. Yeah. Then he moved across. So you think that's a, that's a solid innings. That's nearly thirty years of just straight wrestling. He was always involved, like day after day. So. I'm not surprised at some point his heart has made him slow down. Yeah, just like, it's come as a bit of a shock, isn't it? Yeah, like, you know he had that scare and he vanished for a thought he had that scare and, like, you know, they fucked up NXT to the point that it doesn't look like NXT anymore. But, bro, it's Triple H, man. It was just like, my memory of Triple H is, you remember when the pay-per-views used to come on Channel 4 and all this, like, an old, old reference. Yeah. But, like, the first, like, pay-per-view I saw match Triple H it was like Cactus Jack's like first retirement or Mick Farley's was it his first yeah. retirement 
like that hitting the cell match that always will remember that because I was there like on the sofa at four o'clock in the morning half asleep and I was just watching Triple H and Cactus Jack just beat the crap out of each other on top of the cell and it was like that's like one of my fondest Triple H's memory and the, like the uh, injury that I had that he came back from and the poppy got in Madison Square yeah when he when he come out in the denim jacket and the leather jacket at the yeah. same time because if you can come back to win the rumble and just like everything the matches that he had like I really thought like I think the the, the Hell in a Cell match the end of an era Hell in a Cell match against Undertaker sure, that's the closest yeah. when he Shawn Michaels gives him the switch music that's the closest I thought that he was going to lose it and after he got up from that and after he won that match that's when I thought he was never losing it unfortunately rinsing money signs again but um, that was the closest to everyone. like just everything the only time I've not really enjoyed Triple H was 2003 when it was that evolution where there was just like you wouldn't give Goldberg the win you wouldn't give Booker T the win that kind of thing yeah. but other than that everything even even like down to his his ladder match with The Rock for the IC title that's one of the best ladder matches I think I've ever seen and that was a, one of his first kind of breakout matches yeah, you know, it's just sad, sad to like, hope he like, stays well and stays healthy now. Yeah, it's a shame that like, he can't come back to the ring or, you know, maybe modern, maybe, you know, modern health or modern science can help him out at some point. But yeah, at the moment, know. it just looks like it ain't going to happen. So maybe, maybe he should have just called it a pause instead of a retirement. But Yeah, like a, a break or a... Yeah. But I guess it is what it is, isn't it? So, uh, yeah. I guess we should talk about Seth versus maybe Shane McMahon or Goldberg or Cody, one of the three. Who are you picking? Tamina. She's not on the card. Tamina <laughs> train coming through. Um, but now, seriously, I don't, think, I don't think WWE can risk it being Shane or Goldberg because I think the second mate, if it is any of them two, I think whoever comes on after them, that whole night one is done. I think the crowd reception will be horrendous for both of them. I think it has to be Cody. Everyone knows that Cody's available. Everyone knows that there's rumours that he's signed or he's close to signing or he's this or he's that. If it is either of them two, I I think they'll completely ruin night one. And that's just not for me being biased because I don't enjoy Goldberg's match anymore. I get he's a draw. I get the money that he involves in. Great. Shane McMahon, I can't stand. I think he's booked himself into too strong a position in too many matches for so long. I just, I, I just really just think, I think it'll tank the whole atmosphere of night one. Like it's, looking at I it, think he's going to fuck up both nights, man. Yeah, well, do so. Not just I'm one night, this, I'll fuck up the next night. And they're predicting that it's going to be the sixth match on night one. Yeah. Which is going to be damage limitation, but I think I just think it's going to ruin it because when you get into that kind of thing. You're going to be tired if you're watching it live. You're probably going to be maybe three hours deep into the show, two and a half, three hours deep come the sixth match. So if you think you need a Cody Rhodes to pick everyone back up, to get them through that match, get them through the final match as well. If it is anyone like that, it's just going to deflate the audience. And I think you're going to see, I really do think you're going to see a flat reaction if they do, if he does go with Shane or he does go with Goldberg. Yeah, I think it's going to be Cody. It can't be anybody else, man. People will screw him on the internet. I'm hopeful. I'm really I, I hopeful like that he's uh, this, Cody. I heard that he's got the same music and everything. For what I've heard. So, yeah, I think... If you're talking, he, he mate, are... you've gone silent. Hey? Eh? Or if you hit me by accident. Oh, shit. Sorry, mate. 
Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear. Yeah, I must have hit mute, man, by accident. Sorry, bro. No, I'm just saying that he owns the right to the, he owns the right to the music, can he? Does Yeah, yeah, he owns because he's used it all around, can he? From when he was in the, on the indie, so he owns the right to that music. So I think like, uh, like you know the people who do Ziggler's music. Yeah. It's the same band basically. Okay. So if that music, if he's using the same music that I think Fisher told me something along those lines. That he owns the right, so if he that opening thing happens where it's like it's like what's it called? There's more than one royal family yeah. wrestling or something like that. And if that hits, uh, you're gonna know it's a uh, gold time. But like I say, if it anybody, if it's not anybody other than Goldie, then it's fucked. Yeah. Both nights are fucked. Both nights be, are fucked. Not one. Yeah, it could be anyone other than them two. It really could be anyone. Like they could bring back somebody. They could bring back Samoa Joe if they wanted to, and it'd get a reaction. I think it really is just them two. They've been so so overused as a surprise entrant or the surprise person in a match. And the way that the Royal Rumble went and Chairman McMahon's dead response and the fact that he was final four in the Rumble, I just think that it has to, it has to be someone other than them two. I really don't. A part of me, gluttony for punishment. A part of me wants to see what the reaction is if it is one of them. <laughs> yeah, you know what the reaction is going to be, bro. It ain't going to be a fucking... But it's Vince. I won't be surprised if it's both of them in a trouble threat match. <sighs> fucking hell. I think this is the time to pull the trigger on Cody because you need a big surprise. Yeah, yeah. Like, Because you know that AEW have got one coming soon at some point. AEW is pulling out the surprises left, right and centre. I suppose we'll talk about that in a bit. But like... Yeah. The amount of surprises AEW had and WWE has just been so stagnant and stale and lackluster. It's kind of like, and it's re- it's wrestling fucking mania. Yeah. You know, it's not like some type of B show where it's like a fucking live event somewhere. This is mania, bro. This is the big, big, you know, end of year calendar show. So if you don't bust out of something now, you're fucking forever doomed, bro. Lord knows, they've got no one left. They've released everyone that's worth bringing in to the ring. Hey, they'll be assigned everyone else. <laughs> They've got no one that can make an impact over then, Coder. I know, yeah, pretty much, yeah. And then everyone's minds will be collectively blown, though, as well. Yeah, they will. Yeah. I am going with question mark as well. So whoever the, the two <laughs> be announced is, I'm still going to go with the question mark. Fingers crossed it's Tamina because she deserves a spot on WrestleMania weekend. But I'm hoping it's Coder. If he's not Coder, because I'll watch you. I can't actually watch it live because I'm out on the other side there. I'm going to have to watch it next time. It's going to be weird that he's trying to keep away from me. So. Yeah, as far as you are, just shut off the Twitter. I might, or just, I, might just, I might just leave the chat for 24 hours so you and James can talk about it. If I see a picture of you crying in there, then I know that he was there <laughs> at Manor Goldberg. I might, I'll probably be watching that one on Sunday as well. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'm not watching it live, bro. My fucking fatigue can't handle that. Not anymore, and I'm probably starting Ramadan on Saturday as well. So yeah, I'm gonna watch NXT on the train back from London, I think, and then I'll I'll come back. I'll watch night one, have a little bit of a break, and then I'll watch night two live. Yeah, so like with Ramadan starting, I kind of like yeah have a lot less energy, so I'm gonna have to pay. I'm gonna really be pacing myself out on these shows. Yeah, to be fair, so it's more enjoyable when you watch a couple of matches at a time as well. Well, yeah, sometimes you just don't want to watch something in a big chunk, but obviously with this mania, you're going to have because you don't want to be spoiled. 
by going on internet you kind of like have to kind of like watch it in a chunk I guess yeah or just go through the matches that you want to watch I guess so yeah we'll get on to the main event all uh, Lesnar versus I mean why, why did I put Brock versus Lesnar <laughs> I put Brock versus himself uh, for I some mean, weird be, reason match. if you could get just Lesnar versus Lesnar yeah, I don't think you could wish for anything more <laughs> Brock versus Reigns. <laughs> Fuck knows why I did that. I just think about Brock Lesnar too much, I guess. I think this is the match where you get colour. Yes, definitely. I think there's definitely the, colour in They've this been match. talking about blood for fucking three weeks now. For that, yeah, for the whole build, it'll be about three weeks, isn't it? You know, I'm going to say this now. It's going to sound controversial. I'm really not looking forward to it. I'm really not excited for the match. Like, I don't like it when they they merge titles together. Like to say a winner takes all to have a double champion because it's not Brock doesn't do enough dates to be a double champion, so he's he's not going to win the match. So it doesn't make sense why they would make it. When I think they've pigeon they've backed themselves into a corner. He he works a minimum amount of days for a massive amount of money. Who are they going to go with a double champion? Brock, who turns up once a month, once every couple of months. Or are they going to go with Reigns, who's there week in, week out? It's got to be Reigns, because it's a double unification, whatever. You need somebody who's there week in, week out. Not that I say I don't like this version of Brock Lesnar, because I really do. Yeah. I think this version of Brock Lesnar has been the most entertaining. Yeah, fine, absolutely. Miles, he's been good work, and you can tell that he's enjoying himself, but I think this will be Brock's kind of fun farewell I think he'll lose the reins I think he'll and you got the, the money shot on. of all the people and so you got the Usos with the tag belts you got Reigns standing over Brock with the Universal and WWE title belt and you got Heyman just laughing in the corner or whatever yeah so I'll tell you what I don't want to happen and I've got a real real little sneaky feeling that Heyman he might turns on Reigns Heyman turns on Reigns again and he just backs the forward it's, it's a something it was a ploy all along to get to the big one, so he so Lesnar had both titles, and I think I, I think that's the angle that they're going to pull. Like Reigns turned on it, that Reigns said Heyman turned on him, and so he lost the title. But when it was for both titles, it was all along like Lesnar had something underneath, and Heyman was all along that this is what was going to happen. And then look at Lesnar's double champion. What does it do then? Who takes the titles off him? Mm. But then how long has Reigns been champion now? Over a year now. It's a long run. Yeah. But then it's the best work that he's done. Everyone always wanted him to get healed for ages. And it has been the best work that he's done in a long time. The only problem is, with a winner-takes-all match, do they then be booked? Are they both in? Whoever wins, are they booked too strongly then to be beat by someone? Or is this a cop-out so they can then relinquish one of the belts without Lesnar or Reigns taking a loss to someone that's less than them. So if, they, if they're unifying the belt, they're going to have a new belt, right? Mm. So it's going to be a no. one champion type on both shows, but with one belt. So they, like I think Fisher was saying something along the lines of we've got to elevate either the US belt or the IC belt as like the secondary main title now. Yeah, it has to. It seems weird though, because this is probably, in terms of ability... They've got a lot of people that can warrant running for both titles at the moment. That they're going to become with. They're going to have. Just looking at the, the card that I can see at the moment, so you've got Drew, you've got Seth, um, you've got whoever loses that match in terms of Lesnar or Reigns. You've got Lashley, Styles, Edge, 
Finn Balor. You've got people like Austin Theory to bring up. If they unify the title, they're all of a sudden going to ha- go from having like a thin like card on each side to an oversaturated main event card. So they've got no choice other than to bring up one of them, one of the mid card titles. I hope it's the IC title because it's my preference. But I think they play. I really do think they've played themselves into a corner with a unification match. Yeah, the booking is a bit odd, but. Guess we'll have to see what the crack is, and hopefully the match kind of is all yeah, right. Yeah, we'll You know, are you picking though? Um, I'm going to go at Reigns. I think, yeah. although I've I've said all that stuff about Heyman the turn and Lesnar having the two titles, I still think that the money shot is with um, Reigns and the Usos. Cool. Uh, that's the the Fed done. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it delivers. Guess we'll have to wait and see, but I think the the problem is the point NXT on in the daytime, and like people are going to be tired by the time they get to Mania, bro. Yeah, they're going to be burnt out. That's the scary thing, especially with the. Obviously, we're going to talk about a few shows that are happening around Dallas. Like they're probably going to those shows the night before, because you got like the Ring of Honor show, which is the first show under, you know, AEW ownership. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm more interested in the aesthetic than the matches, to be fair. Yeah, like, to see what it looks you know, like. Yeah, see what it looks like. See kind of like who's on like a commentary and kind of like yeah. what, what the ring's going to look like and the styling of it. And like, I want to see if it's like, like AEW or like kind of like that old Ring of Honor. Kind yeah. Of like the most yeah. interesting two matches for me are FTR and the Briscoes for the... Ring of Honor World Tag Team Titles, which should be uh, quite a banger, I think. Have the Briscoes signed with anyone yet? Uh, I think the Briscoes are still freelancers, you know, at the moment. Yeah, free agents, uh, unless they're, they're so good. Unless they're signing with... I heard a rumour that some of the executives don't want them in AEW, which is why they're having the match here, instead of oh, AEW, which is like... I get like, you know, Mark, not Mark, Jay Briscoe can be a bit like, out there with his opinions or whatever, but yeah, it's not like they ain't got people on the fucking roster that ain't out there with their opinions. And, I mean, the owner of the company is. So. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, but it's not actually Tony Khan, it's like yeah, executives. Yeah, the Turner. people below it, like yeah, it seems strange because they're, they're money, aren't they? But then, do they need another massive tag team in that division? I'm surprised WWE haven't gone for them because WWE are desperate for tag teams and they're just letting tag team after tag team go under the radar. I think, I don't know what, like, I think the Briscoes just don't suit that. Yeah, WWE don't suit. Style, man. They've been in the Indies for what? I wouldn't call Ring of Honor. I call Ring of Honor Super Indie, let's put it that way. Yeah. Or, what, 20 years? Easy? Yeah, they have. Yeah, it was 20 years. They celebrated the 20 years recently. Yeah, so Jay had the first match with Mark Briscoe because he couldn't wrestle when he was 17. So Jay was there when he was 18, 19 or something in 2002. So they've been there since the beginning. So, so it's been about 22 years. So, yeah. For me, I think... Uh, can you see FDR taking the ROH belts to... But the thing is, if the Briscoes are not on AEW, I don't see FTR winning. 
Yeah, that's, when you've just said that, it was. I'm thinking, do FTR win, and then it's all about the Briscoes going to AW to get them back, or do they just do it as a one-off match, call it a day, and go from there? Yeah, but a lot of people are saying FTR are not going to be used much on AEW. They've really fallen down the pecking order in the title yeah, match. So like, the they, like, uh, they got rid of Chuddy. And like, I don't know if they're part of the pinnacle or whatever anymore. So could there be a mainstay in Ring of Honor? This is a major question, like. I'm sure I heard that one of them had an injury that is wreaking havoc at the moment. I'm sure I heard that somewhere. Not um, not the bald one, the other one. Uh, Dax, you mean? Yeah, Dax Harwood. It might have been, yeah. no, I think it was the bald one, actually. I'm sure, I'm, I don't know where I've read it. I'm sure one of them's got an injury that's limiting his career or shortening his career. Yeah, I'd like, I, I do think this one's going to be a great one. Yeah, hundred percent. It'll yeah. be a great match because they're, they're all good competitors. Yeah, I think the way they built the feud was really good, though as well. I just—it's a shame they didn't put the trigger on it more quicker. Yeah, and get it in. I'd love it. I know it's not going to happen, but I'd love it if they recreated like a little, like a little gym hall, like the original, original Ring of Honor when it was just in the hall, and you got people like um, I only know was Kavar from Thing. I can't remember what his actual name was. The bald one. He won the championship. Yeah, Loki. Him, like yeah, when he was having his match, and he was in the uh, like the gym halls. I'd love it if they just recreated one of them. Just uh, a big version of it. Yeah, like like I said, I just just want to see. Like I'm, like, I don't know why I'm more interested in the aesthetic. Probably because it's like under a like owned by AEW now. Like I just yeah, want to know if it's like. I suppose they probably have Kerry Sulkin there, so. Probably Kerry Silk can probably help him out and stuff like that. So have they got have they got the logo rights as well, or have they just have yeah they got everything yeah they got oh, everything bro they got every so, last thing that you can think of. So it'll be only a matter of time before AEW start streaming service. Now they've got Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah, that's what everyone was talking about. But I hope Tony Khan keeps it as like a. Like a sister or brother promotion or whatever it is like just yeah. a subs- like maybe not even like maybe development not developmental as such but kind of like just you know if yeah. he says if he says he's the wrestling fan he says he is and obviously we all know he's got the money kind yeah. of just like you know don't let Ring of Honor like die away yeah keep it like maybe keep it like an NXT is to WWE at the moment yeah yeah that's what I mean yeah like a feed the system to AEW Hopefully, I think it. I think it's going to be good. There's good matches all the way through it, and yeah. like you said, I think the aesthetic of it's going to be the main one. I just, I, I really, because it's never been from all the Ring of Honor I've watched. It's never been like the big screens and the flashy entrances and stuff like. It's always been like the the workers' playground almost. So I hope they keep that that kind of that indie setup. Yeah, and you got the main event, which we didn't have a final battle because Bandino had COVID. It's this is like the clash of style styles for the. Undisputed ROH title. You've got yeah. Gresham and Bandido. I like, think Bandido is unbelievable. I really do. Like this is the most interesting one for me because Gresham's like the most technical, like one of the most one of the best technical wrestlers, bar Zach. I think like Zach, Brian, and Gresham are like my top three like technical wrestlers, wrestlers right now. And like Bandino is just crazy Mexican, like Luchador, crazy. You know, crazy, crazy. So, like, this is the clash of... This is, like, if you're talking about clash of styles, this is the clash of styles. 
it's also it's, 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 like, it's just a match where it's like it doesn't need all that like it doesn't need a massive build up because you know the way that the match is going to pan out and the storytelling throughout the match it's just going to engross you in and it's, it's like it's mad that we've already probably more excited about a Ring of Honor match than any single match that we've spoken about prior and that's the whole of Wrestlemania weekend for WWE and there's one match in Ring of Honor that's got everyone else's attention yeah like like I said I think I mentioned it earlier like the things around Wrestlemania I'm more excited about like GCW's like Spring Break and uh, Joey Janela mainly Joey Janela Spring Break for GCW yeah. and things like that like the the things around WrestleMania are more exciting than actual WrestleMania itself. Well, it is, and it's like, it starts today as well, doesn't it? Because um, Josh Barnett's Blood Sports on tonight. I think is that's it? the first of the the first of the kind of I want to say big show, well, the mainstream shows or the main known shows. It's the yeah, first yeah. one that's on leading into everything else. Yeah. So yeah, Blood Sports not too bad. It's like it's more kind of like shoot style in it yeah Max yeah. versus Only Larkin seems to be the best match it's getting Does it? is that on Bloodsport yeah on Bloodsport that's yeah. stuff for that as the uh, match there's a couple of Japanese wrestlers knocking around that are also going to be part of Bloodsport as well yeah and like uh, you were talking about like um, Lone Star Shootout earlier that's tomorrow as well isn't it I think yeah a we've few matches might... on fight there as well like streaming live on fight it's weird that fights have got some of the rights for New Japan strong than New Japan. Yeah, it's seems to be just picking up more and more. I just feel I just felt that was weird that you would certain matches are like because I was reading the schedule like the match schedule, and you say streams live on fight on World Letter, but I was like, like doesn't World own the the rights to kind of like. To, yeah, everything. Yeah, the stuff that's going on in New Japan, like that, that is a bit of a weird one for me. But yeah, I probably like it's interesting, like the just the way it was set up, I guess. Yeah, it just, just seems a bit strange. Fight are going to make some money because fight almost every show that's knocking around, with the exception of WWE, live on fight yeah, over on the fight, course. Yeah, of fight, every weekend, is, so. fight's the biggest weekend, probably. Yeah, um, about making money or what? They do always do a big package or whatever, don't they? So, I think this is like obviously it's fight's biggest weekend to earn yeah. money, and it? Like, like I said, the stuff around WrestleMania seems like it's going to be a lot better than WrestleMania itself. But yeah. I'm picking Gresham. I think I, ba- I think I think Bandido is going to AEW. Yeah, I agree. I think Bandido will, and I think Gresham opens the door for. He keeps he keeps that little bit of Ring of Honor alive. I know Bandido was a champion for a little bit, but I think he just keeps that that little bit of the mystique of the the workers, the workers indies alive when they do want to build. It. He's someone that people know about. There's someone that they can build around. Yeah, it make it does make the most sense. And you're talking about a big comeback early, weren't you? So it could be Cesaro. Or Joe. I yeah, think Cesaro not... makes more sense if it's Gresham. Yeah, I agree. I think I agree. I think yeah. that I would, for some reason I think they'll both appear in certain uh, in certain capacities of some description. You could put Joe on the commentary and no one about an Ollie because of how good he was when he was at WWE. So yeah, I think that's, that's a good chat right, to come through. Um, so I think it's going to be good. 
Yeah, uh, and uh, finally the uh, OnlyFans star Tony Storm is uh, signed with AEW, and their new T-shirt is pretty fire. Amazing what you can do when you're not restrained by WWE, isn't it? Like everyone else seems to do. Yeah, I'm pretty. They are. I'm happy for her actually doing a thing, making flipping bank. You know what I mean? That's what this probably this industry is about. And they say flipping make as much bank as you kind of get out when you're young, any? Yeah, hundred percent. She's making yeah. more money from only fans than any of the female wrestlers on the roster, bar one, the Rosie. So, and now she's going to have a, another another run at it in a division, a women's division that's decent. They get they're starting to get more and more time. They've got the two titles as well. Yeah, I think she's assuming to win the tournament. Oh, 100%. And, like, 100%. and like, have a great match with uh, Thunder. Yeah, I think it's, it's built for it, isn't it? She's built, she's so built for that, she, that kind of way of wrestling. Yeah, she's built for tournament wrestling. and like, I'm just I'm happy she finds a home there. Hopefully she gets used in properly. Yeah. You know, if he had screaming, that's my niece probably. <laughs> Yeah, she's upset. She's upset that yeah, Tamina's not on the main yeah, card. She's upset that Finn's not on the card. Yeah, also just because I, mean, I did mention this earlier, and I couldn't think of what the woman's name was. Yeah. It's Masha Slamovic. Oh, the he Russian one. Be, she's yeah, in, he was meant to be a bear. Like, uh, yeah. The weirdest thing is, I don't know. Like with all this thing going on with you know Russia, Ukraine, I don't want to get too yeah. deep into it. It's kind of fucked her career up a bit, bro. Yeah, she can. Because you know what, US people are like, bro, with. You know, yeah, anybody this is straight Russian, away. You know, they don't give it, they don't like people who are Russians. Or, pretty much they don't like anybody who's out of their fucking. Yeah, it's just going to be, it's going to be something that's completely different, isn't it? More than anything. Yeah, but um, like. In terms of what it is. Okay, she's wrestling in a bear, but bro, didn't fucking Khabib do that in his young days? Yeah, it's whether she, I don't know how they'll do it. I just I got a feeling that it's they surely can't let her fight a bear. No, you ain't gonna, then, can't be a live bear. It's probably be somebody dressed up as a bear, man. Yeah, I come through. It's gonna be a fight. It's gonna be like a siege or something. There's gonna be something, some way of doing it. But then the, the Russians are mad, aren't they? So I wouldn't be surprised if she just fought a real bear. Fuck no, no I ain't tuning into that, bro. <laughs> it made me think of Tekken. You remember the bear from Tekken? Yeah, yeah, the panda bear. Because of the character, yeah. Yeah. I had a feeling it was going to be that. It's a like, panda it's going to be like a tournament. But uh, yeah, something no, different. Get eyes on the program. Yeah, I guess so. The GCW show should be all right with Georgian. Spring break, Georgian is always pretty decent. Yeah, there's some good matches in that as well. To be fair, do you know any other matches? Or? Um, there's Mike Bailey's fighting. Um, yeah. there is. Do you know who Janela is fighting against? X Pac. X Pac. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard about that. I heard X Pac's back. Yeah, PCO's involved as well. Um, it seemed like a couple of decent matches. It was knocking along. It's certainly. Uh, I'll tune in for the X Pac match because when he came in for his little breakaway, it looked, to be fair, it looked like he still had it. Yeah, that's what people are saying. He'd probably be doing a Scott Hall tribute as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, there's the the Hate Club, Nick Gage and Matt Tremont versus the Briscoes versus Second Gear Crew, which is Mance Warner and Matt Justice as well. So the Briscoes are having fucking two matches in, in the Yeah, there's, Thunder Rose has got a match as well. Let me see if I can find it. Because Thunder Rose has got a match that looks Where's decent. She? Yeah, I'm sure she has. I'm sure I've seen it earlier. Um, 
Was ist ja Jojenlist? Ich sitze so. You're just going through the card, yeah? Yeah, just having a quick look at it, yeah. Mm. So what's this one here? What have I seen here? Glory Pro Cemetery Gates. It's got the besties in the world. David Vega and Matt Fitcher, no remorse. War Horses on this one. Maxi and Paler. Awesome Recon, Ray Masters. Who's on this one? Oh, here's a full card for Josh Bonner's Bloods. Well, I might as well read for it while I'm going down. <laughs> yeah, you might as well. Um, Minoru Suzuki versus Chris Dickinson. That is going to be... Is that on Bloodsport? Yeah, that's on Bloodsport, that is. Yeah, that'll probably be a banger. Um, Timothy Thatcher versus J.R. Kratos. That should be a banger. Have you ever seen J.R. Kratos? No, never, never he's like some big giant, yeah. big giant crazy dude, but he's sick. Yeah, there's John Moxley versus Only Lorcan, like we mentioned. Josh Barnett versus Jonah. That should um, be a good one. Mike Bailey, people, Mike Bailey versus Yuma Yumura. Yeah, you are Remra. That's yeah, nice. Yumura. Uh, uh, Zayn uh, versus Marina Shafia. That she was in NXT. Yeah. Um, Simon Grimm versus John Hennigan I think will come out as Johnny Bloodsport yeah um, there he is Masha Slamovic versus John Akai okay. Ninja Mac versus Yoya Alec Coughlin versus Slade Alex Coughlin is a great wrestler and then Brilliant. Bad Dude Tito versus Royce Isaacs Bad Dude Tito's alright in it I've got faith in him Bad Dude Tito's like a modern day Steiner brother Modern day stuff. I'll have to catch up then. I'll be going to watch Bloodsport because he's only in a couple of hours. He's only in like, he's on about nine o'clock, I think. Yeah, Bloodsport so. is more like shoot style, but I think this time probably more pro wrestling style. Yeah, to go yeah. through. Joey Dino's been great. Six part one has got John Moxley versus AJ Gray um, for the GCW is. World Championship. Um, X Pac versus Joe Janella. Uh, Mickey James yeah. versus Ali Catch. Um, GCW tag team titles which was the one I mentioned earlier Hagel and Briscoe's and second gear Um, GCW ultraviolet championships Alex Colan versus John Wayne Murdoch Mm -hmm. and then AR Fox versus Blake Christian Blake Christian is not bad you know let's have a look at this GC GCW Planet Death another one Madman Ponder I heard of any mm-hmm. of them. LA Fights versus JCW. Jersey Championship Wrestling. Don't know anyone on this one here. No, I don't. For the Culture 3. Don't know anyone on this. JTG versus Rich Swan. Jesus. That'd be interesting. JTG, yeah. but... Yeah, Two Cold Scorpio has got a match against Brian Keith. Yeah, bro. Two Cold Scorpio has been... Yeah, doing great. it for a bit, bro. <laughs> What's it? For the, I don't know what this for the collective. The Impact Knockout Championship's been defended on here between Big Swole and Tasha Steele. That'd be interesting. Interesting. AJ, uh, AJ Gray's got another match. GCW Gringo Locos, the World on Lucha. Cool. Psychosis has got a match. Always good to see. Yeah. Being Gringo, Gringo, I like Gringo Loco to be fair, actually. Team Lorado, Lorado Kid. Oh, I've seen someone called Shane Burson. I thought it was Shane, but man. I've <laughs> nah, I hope he's not Shane. Well, let's call it that. Um, Joe Jenner's Spring Break Part 6, Part 2, also. Minoru Suzuki versus Effie. Matt Cardona with Chelsea Green versus Chris Dickinson with Missy Hyatt. They've dragged her out of the mud there. <laughs> I've seen it all. 
um, Pizza versus Mog Bailey. That should be a good one. The Clusterfuck Battle Royal. Edie Sorrell, Shazza McKenzie, Kamikaze, Nasty Leroy, Kevin Matthews, Lord Ardeen of Walmart Dudes, Jazzy Yang, Jimmy Wang Yang, Maven and more. They're clutching the straws there. Missing like Jimmy Wang Yang and Maven. You know, that's when they've got to the point where they've got no one left. And they've just thought, yeah, we'll just start polling people in and hope for the best. <laughs> Mission Pro Bangers only. Unsanctioned Pro Mulligan. The thing is, you're going to look at, like, the main bits, and you're not going to look at fucking... Everything. Yeah, like, I've read through a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just literally scrolling down and just seeing if there's anyone that I can see here of, like, if there's names that I, I remember, and, like, the, like, Effie versus Charlie Haas, for example. I think Effie versus Suzuki. Suzuki's going to fucking... Yeah, Suzuki, I, I, that, to mention another great match in the New Japan Cup, Suzuki versus Hiromu, like, they threw 212 chops. Just how many? 212 chops. <laughs> what would you do that for? A like, fucking what? mentor, man. is one of the most mentor matches I've seen in my life. Dude, I was fucking meant for it. Bro, Suzuki's hand was like swollen, you know, like literally, you can see it's swollen up. And his chest was like blistered. Fuck, man. It was just, if you can find it somewhere, if it's going to be about it somewhere, I think, like, like I said, single Suzuki. Obviously, I haven't watched the whole tournament because I didn't have time. It was just too yeah. much. But like the matches that I have seen that are circled, like that one and Huron with Suzuki, was just just violence personified, bro. Like somebody <laughs> sat down there and counted how many chops were in that match for like Tokyo Sports or something, and it was like two hundred and twelve chops, man. There's got to be someone's got with done like um. Like a breakdown of some description where it's like uh, on YouTube and it's just going to be all the chops in one little collection rather than the full match. Probably, but just watch the chops because basically it was people just them two chopping each other up till the finish. <laughs> what kind of match that is? Just two people bolting off. Beating the shit out of each other, yeah. That's why it was, man. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was just, uh, that, that's going to be on the match of the year candidates as well, probably. Just for the, the amount of violence that was in there. I'm all for it. It was a bit of a breakaway, but I can't believe how much wrestling GCW are putting out because all of them were under the GCW banner. So that's huge. Oh, that yeah, like, I think the problem with GCW is too much content and, like, you have to kind of pick and choose what you want to watch. Yeah, because I've, I've caught a lot of, a lot of tappings on GCW recently, yeah. but... There have been some really good stuff as well. I just, like I said, I think they're getting to a point where they're just slightly over oversaturating the market because every time there's any sort of event, it seems like GCW are running an event that time or yeah. they're running an event going through. Like, fair play to them because they're making money from it and they've become, I'd probably say over the last 12 months, they've probably become the most well known. Would you class them as it? Well, they are in India, aren't they? Yeah, they've become probably the worst well known. Like the indie. main on Super Indie before, obviously, Ring of Honor. So no, like GC, GCW is probably number three, I think. Yeah, they've definitely put themselves so, in the in the echelons of people, so fair play yeah, to them, but just, I think they're doing a little bit too much. Yeah, that's what I say as well. So I kind of like with GCW, you kind of have to pick and choose what, the, what you want to watch, I guess. Yeah, watch it through, but good show. I'm, I've not seen anything from MLW, actually, whether MLW are running any shows. I'm not sure, like, I don't really catch up on MLW, I know a lot of people talk about it, and I'm like, 
Yeah, so it's much. very hit and miss. Very hit and miss. Yeah, there's like so much going on. It's kind of hard to catch up on anything. Like I say, even with New Japan Cup for me, it was hard to catch up on every yeah. last show and that. And then you got New Japan Strong as well. And like sometimes that gets even too much. And I'm a bit, I'm pretty much way behind on AEW and probably NXT and everything like that. You kind of just, yeah. there's not enough, there's too much content and not enough time. Yeah, there was literally yeah. wrestling every day. And like I said last week, I watched AW Dark and there was like five matches in five minutes. Like it was literally minute match, next one, minute match. Yeah, but I, I was realized... you, like, if you want to watch a good one hour pro wrestling show, like just like a one hour pro wrestling show, forget Dark, just watch Strong. Yeah, I think that's like, what I'm going to do. I, I for think watch start dark. watching Strong. Like, it, it's not even an hour, it's like 45 minutes because like, there's an ad break. Yeah, and like the amount of matches on there, just top to bottom is quality. And Aussie opener coming in now, so oh, well, yeah. I do like as well. So you might want to start watching strong. Like, yeah, it's forty-five minutes. It's not long. Like there's three more strong unless there's a big pay-per-view type like Lone Star Shooter or whatever. There's mostly three matches on the show. Forty-five minutes, always great stuff. Like three and a half four stars sometimes you can get a like four and a half star match on there yeah it's always quality stuff and like it's it's a lot better than like it's the most for me it's the most underrated one hour kind of like you know tv not even like you know that is i mean like tv kind of like uh wrestling shows i think strong is like really underrated and i think it's going to come into its own soon i'll give it a go i'm gonna start to check it out yeah, give it a go and let me know what you think. I think you'll enjoy it. Obviously, like, there's the build-up to Aussie Open coming in, so... Yeah. I think you'll... And you're, like, the people on there because they have a lot of mix with the AEW people and Speedball Mike Bailey's got a match with Jay White as well on Strong, yeah. so... I do like Speedball Mike Bailey. Yeah. Because having said that, when, when Shane McMahon or Goldberg comes out against Seth Rollins, I'm never watching wrestling again, so... That's <laughs> it. <sighs> Yeah, if that happens, I, I think I'm going to cancel my subscription. Like, <laughs> I know I've been threatening it for the past five years or whatever, <laughs> but I yeah. definitely will cancel my scrip- subscription this time and be like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for AW to Tony Khan get his finger out and set up their streaming service. Yeah, he needs to get his fucking finger out now and just get it done. He's got the RRH library. Go and buy someone else's library. Go and buy TNA's library. <laughs> and then there we go. That's, you've got three promotions there. You can have. You can even buy GCWs if you want more. Yeah, you've, Lord knows you've got the money for it. Yep. He got some Lula. You don't even have to buy the rights to the show. Like You don't have to buy, you don't have to buy the company. You buy their video library. I'm sure they'll be glad of their money. Probably. But I think he's got enough of the Ring of Honor tape library, bro, now. Yeah, to be fair, it's about 20 years' worth of things on there. 20 years of everybody who's the who's who of pro wrestling. Yeah, you could, and then I suppose if you're clever enough, you could literally, you could buy the library and then you could create it. Like, you've got the things there, you can create all the matches that made Cesaro, all the matches that made Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan. So basically, he's got a full-blown documentary series. Yeah, I'm tweeting him, I'm getting me on the marketing (laughs) team. I'll do my job. Get me on the booking team for WWE. I'm telling you, I'm wasted. I'm wasted bashing in, in my role. Bro, you're wasted, man. I'm telling you. You need to get your foot in the door somewhere. 
you'll, you'll know from in the door because to me you know we're more rumble <laughs> then she'll be main event Wrestlemania everywhere <laughs> against Brock Lesnar and she'll beat him squash match yep no one's meaner than that Tamina no one gets less chances than Tamina as well <laughs> yeah I guess travesty. it is what it is isn't. but yeah uh, I've gone for an hour and a half man for a long time we was predicting that it was going to be like a short one today but yeah I know yeah you get into you forget how much rest is actually on this weekend you actually get into it yeah true yeah so yeah uh, hopefully we'll be all together next week reviewing uh, most of the shows yeah hopefully yeah hope so we'll get it here yeah but uh, you want to give your socials or not yes, not. it's James Bourne fourteen on uh, Twitch and Twitter. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter, and then it's Jimmy Frenzies on Twitch. Cool. Well, uh, enjoy all the enjoy the stag do first, and uh, enjoy all the pro wrestling guys. Always a pleasure. Enjoy. Cool, man. I'll uh, catch up with you soon, bro. Yeah. Take care. Stay safe. Bye.